Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Good morning, everybody. I think it's still morning. It's 1130 here, uh, Pensacola. And uh, this is Pensacola Business Radio, and I have on the other side of this microphone with me, uh, Miss Haya Hendrick. Uh, welcome back. Oh, hi. Thank you, Keith. It's great to uh, talk to you again. Absolutely. So uh, for those that maybe missed the, the first time we interviewed, you guys created the biometric thumbprint scanner that goes into a credit card without yes, without yes. changing the dimensions of the credit card, which I just think is the most profound thing, I think, uh, in my generation. Yes. Well, what we've done is um, taken a 40-year-old um, technology and brought it into the 21st century. You know, it's been over 40 years now since the credit card was invented, but it's become the, probably the most insecure um, form of payments um, out there, yet used by everybody. Um, so uh, they've added uh, recently now in the United States the chips to these uh, to, to your credit card. Um uh, but uh, what we've done is added now biometrics to these chip cards. So embedded inside the card um, is a fingerprint scanner, a full functional fingerprint scanner, um, reduced down to basically uh, less than one third thickness of, 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 of the credit card itself. So it lies inside the credit card and then you touch the card, where the sensor on the card for your fingerprint and Within a quarter of a second, it scans, reads your fingerprint, and then activates the, the chip. So the bottom line is that the chip won't work. And your credit card won't work at an ATM or a point-of-sale machine, a retailer, um, uh, until you've activated it with your fingerprint. And also your fingerprint stays inside the card. This is not a big brother thing. Um, the bank's not getting your fingerprint. Nobody's getting your fingerprint. It remains solidly inside your own credit card. Okay, so if, I, if I'm understanding this correctly, and I kind of have the inside scoop here for our listeners because we've, we've talked about this before, but in order to do that, that means you have to have some form of processor that is battery-powered, correct? Yes, uh, which was a huge issue for us technologically. But uh, what we've, we've done is we have a power management system on, on this super, super thin uh, circuit board inside the card motherboard. And, and we, we actually have a rechargeable battery inside the card, super, super thin again. And, in fact, also when you insert the card then into the ATM or, or your group, you know, you, your favorite retailer where you go go and shop and you insert your card at the, the point, what we call the point of sale reader, um, the card reader. Um, it draws power down through the card reader or the ATM and uh, recharges the battery. That's just absolutely amazing. Just just pulls it right out of the air almost. Yeah, yeah, but you know, through the contact chip, actually, from an engineering perspective. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so you really have a chance here to to almost eradicate ID theft to an extent, because from what I understand, the largest part of it comes from the credit cards or being able to get people's numbers from these things. So this is this yes. is going to put a halt to a whole bunch, correct? Uh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. This is a this is a quantum leap in credit card uh, security, um, and uh, you know we're very excited about it, and, and the banks that we're um, in talks with are very excited about it as well. Okay, so let's let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit because aside from just inventing all of this fantastic technology, 
uh, in, in its application that you're about to put to, you now have to really bring the world together to make this distributable and and to really get it into the, the end user's hands so that we can start defeating some of this fraud. Is that correct? Yes, that, that's correct. Uh, we, we, look, we, the manufacturing is all done by us. Um, we manufacture the components. We, we contract manufacture the circuit board, but it's our all our design and our engineering. Um, and um, uh, we, the assembly, we, we have a contract um, assembly plant, but it's all, all it's our assembly line, basically. Um, and we can produce now um, a million cards a month in wow. production. Um, and and we're, 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 we we can upgrade that within less than six months to over 10 million cards. Wow. Yeah. So Difficulty. talk about ability to expand quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and, um, the, the marketing, um, of the product, well, the end user is the consumer, but, but for, for smart metric, our company, um, the, the, our, our, our customers are the banks because right. they're, they are the, um, official licensed, uh, uh, card issuers, you know, be a bank to be able to issue a credit card. Um, so uh, we, we make available the, 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 the card to the banks and then the banks print their names and do what's called personalization, make, making it the customer's card with their numbers and everything on it. And then, then it, uh, they issue it then to, to their, their, their customer. Now, some banks that we're talking with are looking at giving it free to their customers and others are looking at an annual, annual fee. Um, um, and we, we did a consumer survey and we found, uh, and the consumer survey came back and said, uh, was Visa credit card holders in the United States. Um, 68% said they'd be willing to pay, um, an annual fee. Um, for 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 um, the, the, this card sure. because the, the concern for credit card fraud is just so high in, in the minds of the consumer. In, in fact, the same survey showed eighty um, percent of, of the credit card holders surveyed were were concerned about about um, card fraud. So um, it's an exciting new product for us, but um, also very exciting for the banks because it's a it's basically a new card category altogether for that the banks can now offer offer their customers. Sure. And, you know, I was I was going to ask, obviously, the most redundant question. I think you just displayed the answers to. So this, this may sound sort of stupid, but, you know, how is the market going to receive this? And I think you just answered that question, but with, you, you know, this is a concern across the globe. And you, you've already, obviously, you wouldn't dive into this project had you not done that form of research first. I, I completely understand that. But it really seems like this has been one of the next um, generational definers for, uh, for our, our time right now, because this is, this is like the next big thing. I think so. And uh, it's a new consumer device. It's like, like creating the first um, first phone, um, you know, or, or, or portable phone, yeah. wireless phone, um, mobile phone. Or, um, I think they were called wireless phones when they first came out. Um, um, 
the yeah, it's like creating a totally new consumer consumer product. You know, we, we've turned the credit card into an electronic device, and, and there's a lot of other other things that that we have on the drawing board because when when, when you have a, a motherboard and and, and a and a cortex processor and memory capacity, I mean, we can put gigabytes of memory inside the card. It opens up a whole new world of multifunctional applications and sure. and, and things that we can do with this exciting new device. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And, and uh, it, just, it, it, it's a generational change, or a, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This this will be uh this will be probably the second or third just large generation definer in my life. I can tell you, um, since you and I have talked our first time, I've sort of told my kids what you guys have created and and how it all came together, and they kind of look at me funny, and and I'm like, you know, give it a couple years, and you'll really understand like how significant what I'm telling you is because. When you go to tell your children about the times, you know, back when mom and dad were young, this is going to be one of those things that you're going to remember. And, uh, you know, they don't get it right this second, but in a couple, you know, it's because they're young, but in a couple years, they're going to, uh, they're going to finally wrap their heads around something like this. So, um, you know, the great, greatest, greatest technologies are technologies that are embedded into the way we do things and that become almost, um, most, um, uh, you know, invisible um, to, to, to the consumer as, as they're using it. And, and, and this is one of those things. There's a decade of uh, research and development that's gone into, uh, in, into creating this amazing electronic device. But uh, for the consumer, all they're going to see is a little, little thing on the you know, sensor on the surface of the card. They you know, swipe their finger across and uh, everything else is exactly the same as with a standard credit card. Um, yeah, the the people have asked us. Well, you know, what about mobile phones? You know, if, is there you know mobile phones are going to replace credit cards? Um, you know, it's very interesting. The last three years, uh, there's been a big push for payments over mobile phones. Um, but the 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 the, the re- results in now is that, for instance, um, Apple Pay of their Customers that can use um, uh, mobile payments on a, on an Apple Six phone—that's the only phone that can right. can do do the um, mobile payments. Only three percent of those people actually have used the mobile payments platform. Yeah. So um, it's not taking off, and the biggest the biggest um, hindrance for combining um, um, mobile payments or payments. At the checkout with the with your mobile phone is that you need to have trust that your phone is a, is a trusted place to put your credit card basically, and and that trust isn't there. People, you know, with all the hackings that are going on, yep. and even now apps being hacked on mobile phones and everything else, people are very wary about about that. They'll use their phone to dial into uh, or, or use the an internet connection to go into uh, their bank and, and look at their bank account and so forth. But it's another thing to be storing your credit card with, uh, on, on your phone and, 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 and the public get it. They're not using the phone for that. Sure. Um, so what we're, we're – and, and we, the future that we see is that, yes, it's going to be the mobile phone for looking up things, doing your web searches and use, use all your apps and Pokemon and whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you but, been but have you been Pokemon hunting, Haya? No, I haven't. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too busy for that. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Well, yeah. Also, I, I know too much about security. I'm not going to give all, or you know, my the control of my phone over to an app just just for a bit of a uh, bit of a laugh. Sure. Um, 
so anyway, that's a digression. Um, so the the we we see the cards um, working um, as a separate device to the phone, which builds on the security of the existing payments and card network, and something that the consumer is already used to using um, for payments. So. Um, uh yeah i mean we we're, we're very excited about about the company's future and uh, and uh very excited about also the, all the other applications uh, that sure. we're working on for for deploying this technology in other areas as well well and i i have to say so for those that don't know you this has been a 10 year project right yes yeah so yes. So obviously a lot of research done in the beginning but then i'm sure you all hit some hurdles and some stumps along the way and and just having to create all of this stuff out of basically thin air and, and an idea. But I, I want to point out, uh, especially for our listeners, is that the biggest thing that you've done here is solve a problem. And I think for every innovator, entrepreneur, um, you know, somebody who just wants to think grand and big ideas, like that was something I took away from our last interview that you said was that find the problem and find a solution for it. And it, it it will almost always lead to the next big thing. Yes, no, you're absolutely right. You know, um, I was listening to Peter Thiel's, uh on, on one of his talks, um, and he, um, you know, he's one of the founders of PayPal. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, he, he's, he made the comment, I'm paraphrasing here, that if you have to sell it, you don't have the right product. Um, you know, if you... If you if you solve a problem, the consumers are going to rush to pick it up. Right. And whether and and you know, if it's a business uh, that you're solving a problem for, the businesses are going to rush to pick it up because you're making life better. Yeah. Um, you, uh, but if you you know, as an engineer, if you're thinking, oh, okay, I can do this, and then you have to think, oh, how are we going to sell it? We're going to have to market, and then you have to your product needs to be supported by multi-million dollar advertising campaign, um, ju- just to get some some sort of interest or traction. You know, you really should question whether the product that you're <laughs> you're dreaming up is uh, is 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 worth the effort. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that goes goes across a lot of fields. Um, oh, I'm sure. So, and and I I think I asked you this last time. Was there ever a point when you questioned was this the right effort? No, because I knew <laughs> yep. that we were working on something uh, that, that that needed to be worked on. Uh, and I'll let you also know that we only did the consumer survey recently, um, prior to starting to market to the banks and presenting it to the banks, because you know, I knew that the banks would, you know, their, their marketing departments would would want some uh, research uh, validity of of, of it. Um, no, pr- I started this uh, just with a gut feeling and, and based common sense, knowing knowing uh, the enormity of uh, what we were working on and solving a huge problem. And 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 you know, ten years ago, uh, card fraud was, was an issue. But nothing like the multi-billion-dollar issue it is now. Sure. Um, that um, yeah, you know, you don't have to research things uh, things to death. If I can, you know, for budding inventors and, uh, and and business developers out there, um, sometimes just your gut feeling and, and good common sense uh, <laughs> is uh, all you need, and, and just yeah, go, your go from team. there. That's all I say. Yeah, I would say always your gut feeling and common sense first, and then the rest sort of falls into place. 
Correct. Um, and uh, it's what a fantastic thing that you all have done. Uh, when do I get to hold my first thumb scanner, uh, uh, fingerprint scanner credit card? Good question. Well, um, there's, there's a couple of moving parts here. One is, is the banks and, and, uh, their, their, um, their own internal, um, um, uh, sign offs. And then there's also, um, from a technical, technical point of view, um, uh, and security point of view. And then, then you've got, uh, um, the payments networks. Now we're, 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 um, working with one of the big payment, global payments networks. Um, and uh and uh, there's a lot of licensing a lot of testing and so forth going going through the process but um you know we're not uh we're not giving time frames at the moment but we think it's very close um um uh, once once all the sign offs are done then you know one one of the big uh, credit card issuers we're in talks with we'll um uh, get get the marketing ramped up and uh and and um you know, I, 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 in reality, you know, we're we're in month eight now. I, 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 I would be surprised if we weren't weren't, weren't out there by 2017. And uh, this comes a uh, something that consumers are, are are very well aware of, and, and and in fact demanding from their banks. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait till the day that I see the commercial come on TV and I get to say, "Hey, I know them. I know them. I know who made those." <laughs> that will be fun. So. Um, so, uh, hi, we've talked a little bit about, um, some of the, uh, usage of infrastructure that was already there. And I, I, I want to really highlight that because I think that says a lot for where everybody's mind was and where, uh, the engineering and your, and your inventive team went as far as, you know, we want to create a brand new consumer product, but a lot of times people don't have that thought of it has to run on existing infrastructure and technology. So what, what were some of the conversations that wrapped around that, if you can recall? I didn't have conversations. It was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the inventor and, and, and the main, you know, um, sort of uh, driver of the, of the technology within the company. So I, you know, I, I realized that that would be a fundamental issue. I, if we had to sell, um, you know, different kinds of readers, uh, uh, to retailers, um, um we wouldn't we would fail before we started uh, it um you know there, there's a good uh, there's a good um illustration here when in the horse and horse and buggy days um the streets of all major cities uh, were built for the horse and buggy um and even the roads leading out of the city to the next town were, were dirt tracks used by the horse and horse and and, and, and stagecoach um, and wagons. Um, then then came the the horseless carriage, <laughs> um, T model Ford and so forth. Um, they then uh, uh, hardened uh, those same pathways and and um, and then it, it led to then. Uh, the, the tarring of them yeah. and making roads as we know them now, and then the roads in, in areas became freeways. But what I'm s- saying here is that um, when when the auto manufacturers came along, they said, "Oh no, we're not going to uh, have our cars go across the, 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 the these pathways. We're going to build our own pathways from scratch." Mm-hmm. Um, well, <laughs> uh, may, may, maybe we wouldn't have. Uh, 
had motor vehicles uh, as soon as we had them, if that was was the way things went about. Sure. It was a very good illustration of working when, when you're innovating and bringing something new to, to make sure that it works within current systems. Whether And this goes across all, all businesses. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny that you chose the roads uh, um, analogy here because I think I think you see them build the roads the exact way they sort of did over history, right? You've got the dirt, dirt gets pounded, then they throw gravel, that gets pounded down, and then eventually, like you said, it's got tar or concrete or something that goes over it, and then they get smoothed out, which was almost the natural progression over the last hundred years of how they stabilize the roadways. Is there anything that you think we've missed that we need to cover? No, um, I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. Once again. I think so. So I, I have to ask, where are you in the world today? Oh, I'm I'm back in Buenos Aires. Awesome. Um, uh, um, a week ago, I was in New York. And uh, before that, I was in our head office in Las Vegas. Um, you know, we, we've got, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big development project um, from software to engineering. You know, we have uh, a lot of our um, hardware engineering uh, uh, people in uh, Tel Aviv in Israel. So, no, I, I, I get to move around a bit. Um, yeah. Try to communicate a lot um, over the phone, but, you know, you still, still whatever business you're in, you still need the face-to-face. Yes, absolutely. Well, um, I always think, I think about you often since our first talk, just because I know that uh, there's just really cool things out there in, in the world, and sometimes they just bring people together, and you really kind of get to resonate with some really neat ideas and stuff. So, usually throughout the day I'll ask myself where in the world is Haya sort of like where's Waldo but because um, I know you do, I know you do bounce around and, and uh, so we're always we're always taking bets on where you are but um, I, I want to thank you for your time today and uh, spending it with us and uh, I want you to have a, a wonderful weekend and enjoy the uh, warm climate thank you so much and, and great talking to you again Keith wish you all the best absolutely you you as well Okay, everybody, this Thank has been you. Pensacola Business Radio. You guys can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us at our website at pensacola.businessradiox.com. Again, Haya, thanks for hanging out with us. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.